Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Unraveling Podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Welcome to 2020 as well. It's a new year, a new decade, and we are actually going to start a series called Your New Chapter. Because the truth is that even right now, not just because it's a new year or a new decade, but even right now, God is inviting you into a new chapter of your life of deeper connection with Him. He is calling you to the best, most abundant life that He has for you. And so in this series, we're going to talk about things that will help us really open that new chapter and allow him to start writing it for us. I also want to thank you guys for being so patient with me. I needed a little break from writing and from podcasting, and so I do feel much more refreshed and feel like God has such big plans for this podcast, and I really hope that you hear him and that he speaks to you through these words. And as always, if you would take the time to rate or review the podcast, that would mean so much to me. It helps other people see the podcast and it gives the podcast life. And so I just thank you in advance for doing that. And if you want to follow along more with The Unraveling, please check out my Facebook page, which is The Unraveling with Kelly Becerra. I'm also on Instagram with Kelly underscore Becerra. And I also am launching my new website, which is just kellybecerra.com, where all of my blogs will be. It's just an easier place to come if there are specific things you want to read about or a specific encouragement you want. That's a great place to go check out and make sure you subscribe there as well. So because it's the new year, I thought today it would be a great time to talk about the concept of change and really look at how real change happens in our life. It's so tempting and um, even kind of exciting to go into the new year with these New Year's resolutions, um, but those typically don't last at all. And so we're going to talk about what real change looks like when we need it. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and I really hope that you enjoy Well, you guys, here we are. We made it to 2020, and I'm so happy to have you here. Um, If you have made some New Year's resolutions, there's a good chance that by now, by the time you're actually listening to this podcast, you have broken them or not kept the goals that you were trying to make. And I don't say that in a shaming way. I say that in a way that you are human, so you most likely have not accomplished your New Year's resolutions because almost nobody does. Seriously. According to research, it's like less than 5% of people actually stick with New Year's resolutions, and then We don't even know. Is that just for one year? Beyond that one year, do people stick with it for life? No one knows. So um, most people that I see and talk to do not um, stick with the New Year's resolutions, and I myself have not either. Which gets me thinking, like, are we even able to change? And of course we are able to change as people, people do make real change. But typically New Year's resolutions are so black and white that it makes it very difficult for people to change in the way that actually works. And that's what we're going to talk about today is how does real change happen and what can we do to help ourselves get to a place where we're not shaming ourselves to change, we're not belittling ourselves to change, we're not um, comparing to other people, expecting ourselves to be able to do that, what they're doing. And so I want you to just start to think about, maybe you already have the New Year's resolutions or these goals or whatever, I want you to kind of put them aside for a minute and then just take some time to really close your eyes right now and just breathe for one. And really just ask the Lord what it is that he wants for you this year. Not what do you want, but what does he want for you? And if you want to pause the podcast right now to actually just take a minute to actually think about that and pray to him, that would be a great idea. Because I think that the key to real change is that we are aligned with what God is actually calling us to change. If our goal is that we want to lose 20 pounds so we look great in a bikini 
it's, I'm not saying God doesn't want us to have a healthy body, but that's probably not what God cares about. He really probably doesn't care a whole lot about how you look in a bikini because that is what you want, not necessarily what he wants. And I'm really sorry if that offends anybody, but I'm just being honest here. And God really does put it on our heart. He puts these nudges on us like, hey, I want you to take a look at this part of your life. He, he does call us to more. He calls us to live a better life, and especially in areas that we're really struggling with. So I'm not saying God doesn't want us to change or he doesn't want to help us heal from things. He absolutely does. But we just want to make sure that our, our focus and our goals, so to speak, are aligning with what he's actually calling us to. Because I think that oftentimes those aren't aligned. I can't tell you how many times I started the new year saying, okay, I'm going to cut out sugar or um, I'm going to work out this many times in a week or whatever. And again, it's not like those are bad things. If my mindset was that I actually want to have a healthy body to glorify God, that would be one thing, but that absolutely was not behind that. I just wanted to lose weight. I wanted to look good. And that never lasted more than like a day. So what things could God be nudging you to do? Maybe that is like we said, maybe it is being healthier, or maybe it's getting deeper into his word. Um, Maybe it is leaving toxic relationships. Maybe it's treating people better. I think that that's what I need to work on this year is not that I'm a mean person, but really sometimes even just working on the thoughts I have about people um, would be really important. I can tell God convicts me in that place of like, hey, you got to check your thoughts there that you're having towards other people because they certainly aren't godly. And, you know, is there some pride in those thoughts? Stuff like that, that like we need to they might not seem like super fun goals to have, but if God's calling you towards it, it probably needs to be looked at. So the very first step of all this, to sum all this up, is to identify what God is calling us to. What is the what is his, in a sense, goal for us? And not that I think he has a goal for us, but what would his focus be for us to be looking at right now? And we will find that out by actually going to him and talking with him and letting him reveal that to us. The next thing we want to look at is the what I call the win-thens the when-then statements. So that might look like when I, just going along with the weight thing, when I lose 20 pounds, then I'll be happy. Or when I have more time in my schedule, then I'll spend time with the Lord. Or when I have more money or when I get promoted, then I'll be more content in life. When then statements are so common, I have a million of them that I notice myself doing and I hear them all the time from clients as well, but essentially what they are are lies keeping us from moving forward. If you're telling yourself, once I lose weight, then I can be happy or then I can be confident, you might be really disappointed that even if you lose weight, you might not be happy, you might still not be confident because that's not where happiness or joy or confidence actually comes from. You might actually find that you have become more consumed with how you look and that now you feel like you need to continue to lose weight or continue to change your body. If you wait until you have more money to feel secure in life, well, once you make more money, you're going to want more money because that's how that works. It, it, it feels that way. It feels like you can't get enough once you get more of it and money doesn't actually ever satisfy our soul. Obviously, that's not to say that money isn't important. I'm not trying to say that you don't need any money to survive. I know we do. But if we are looking to money to fill something in us, it's not going to work. So I'm going to encourage you to start talking differently about your situation and really pay attention to the when-thens that come out of your mouth or even the when-thens that you just have going through your mind. So the next piece that is super important is just noticing and starting to really challenge 
your mindset and your thoughts. And just to be aware of even the little thoughts that are running through your head throughout the day, they make up so much of what you believe about yourself and about the world. And so what I would encourage you to do and what I'm going to be practicing this year as well is to be intentionally speaking life into your life, essentially, and into yourself. So just to be vulnerable here, it's something that I had already mentioned I struggle with is sometimes I have just thoughts about um, people who are hard to love. My thoughts are not very kind. And so I'm going to intentionally start telling myself that I am a loving person, that I am somebody who can love people who are hard to love. Um, And I'm going to keep telling myself that I can do this because Jesus loves me. And honestly, I'm hard to love sometimes, but he still loves me anyway. And that is something I'm just going to continue to repeat to myself over and over again because it literally changes our brain. I'm going to tell myself that I'm a loving person right now, not, oh, I'll get there sometime. I'm a loving person right now. I have um, Jesus' love inside of me that I can give to anybody right now. And so let's say joy is something that you're looking for. I want you to start saying that, you know, I have joy. I have access to joy. Jesus' joy is always available to us. We don't have to wait until we get something. Start telling yourself and allowing your brain to actually change that that is something that's yours right now. Joy is yours. Peace is yours. Um, Successful relationships are yours. The neuroscience research behind all this is incredible, truly. If you want to learn more about that, let me know and I can give you some resources that can talk much more in detail about all that. But truly what we tell ourselves changes our brain and it actually makes us change how we behave. And honestly, I think that's exactly how God designed us. He made words so powerful that what we speak out can give life or it can bring death. And so I would encourage you that this year is the year that you're going to be speaking life into yourself, into other people around you, and into just the truth that is already ours. It's not like you're making up lies by saying that you could feel joy and peace because you can't. That is the truth. And so we might as well speak that and and believe that. So the next time a when-then statement comes up, try to flip it and speak life into whatever it is. So if you're saying, when I look a certain way, then I can be confident, you're going to start saying, no, I can be confident in who I am now. My identity doesn't change based on how I look, so I can be just as confident now as I would be later. And that doesn't mean that you're, you can't, you know, have a healthy body or, again, you know, care about how you look and stuff like that. But just remember that confidence comes from Christ and that is for you now. And so start speaking to it as it is in the present moment that you, can, you are a confident person now. And this also goes hand in hand with my next point, and I probably should have started out with this, but this is just the concept of shame. And shame is probably the number one way I hear women try to change. So they shame themselves into changing their body or try to shame themselves into losing weight or try to shame themselves into anything. Um, But I hear it all the time of like, oh, I'm so ugly, I'm so fat, so I just need to lose this weight. And that is literally how women are trying to motivate themselves to like get healthier, have a different body. What you should know and what everyone needs to know is that shame absolutely does not work for long-term change. Shaming yourself and talking to yourself in that way will not lead you to a place of health or of positivity. Um, it won't even help you feel more connected to God. It's, it's just, it brings us nowhere. And so shame has got to go in the way, especially in how we're talking to ourselves. It's just got to go. So if you're not talking to yourself in a shameful way, how should you be talking to yourself? And the answer would be in a way of 
kindness, compassion, and love. And I know that even in the Christian culture, there's some weird stuff about that. It feels weird to talk about like self-compassion or self-love. It feels like arrogant, but the Lord loves you so much and he has so much compassion and kindness for you. Why would he not want you to feel that way towards yourself? That would be really weird if he was like, you know, I have all this for you, but please don't feel that for yourself. He wants us to treat ourselves with compassion and kindness. And so as you're sitting there, maybe it's you looking in the mirror and that's typically when you would have these feelings of shame of, oh, I gotta change something. I want you to just stop for a minute and try to find some compassion and kindness for yourself. Um, maybe that looks like you saying um, just some of the things that you, you're you doing well right now. Like, man, this body helps me raise my kids or gosh, this body has helped me accomplish some of these things in my life and helps me bring glory to God. And maybe you really are in a place where you you do, your body is unhealthy and it does need changing. Well, instead of shaming, what if you looked at yourself as you would somebody else who was in the same position as you? I hope you wouldn't say those things to them. I hope you wouldn't say, gosh, you're ugly or gosh, you need to change your body because I don't think that many of us would actually think that towards people. Um, so try to talk to yourself like you would someone else. Have some compassion of, you know what, it's been a hard couple years and yeah, maybe you haven't been focusing so much on your health, but that doesn't mean you can't now. Give yourself a break. That's, I mean, that's what I would say to somebody in that case of like, hey, give yourself a break. It's, it's okay. This doesn't, say, this doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't determine who you are. And I would also say, just ask the Lord to show you what he thinks. Really bring him into those moments and say, you know, God, what's, what do you think of me right now? Because that is honestly whose opinion matters the most. And that does bring us to the final point I really wanted to make today is that if you have not thought of any... Um, goals or anything that you wanted to focus on this year, I hope that you will choose to get into God's word more this year. And I know it's cliche, I know it sounds cheesy, but it is so true that if you aren't in his word, how are you going to know the truth about who you are? And so this year, I'm really, that is my number one goal. I want to dive into the word. I just love it. The more I get into it, the more I want more of it. And the opposite is true. The more I'm not reading it, the harder it is for me to get into it. And so this year, I'm going to actually try to make it a consistent thing. And I hope that you'll do that with me. And so I'm actually going to start to do a verse a week of memorizing. I really do want to start memorizing verses so that they are in my head. Not for any religious purpose or like feeling like I'm a better Christian because I have scripture memorized, but no, I just want these truths to be so deeply ingrained into my mind that they're accessible to me. And so these verses of the week are going to go along with this idea of our new chapter that we're walking in. And so even today, we're going to st- I'm going to t- share a verse with you that is the verse of this week, and I hope that you will do it with me. They're, they're simple verses, and they're ones that are great to have just, again, in our mind. And so this week's verse of the week is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. The old has gone, the new is here. I feel like this is such a great verse for us to have on hand. Again, not just because we're entering into a new year, but because we are always being made new. It's so easy to forget that. I forget that all the time and I carry around so much junk with me, but then I'm reminded that that is not how God's viewing me. He's not viewing me from anything besides the newness that he's making me. And so if I can leave you with one thing with this verse is just to really start praying into the new. What is this new thing that he's wanting to do in your life? What is God nudging you to and how can you abide in him to to go in that direction? And you guys, this is not about perfection 
I hate the word perfection. I don't like anything about perfection. It's so not what we are called to, but we are called to progress. And so if you can just start looking at moving in this new direction, not in a way of you have to do everything right and that you have to see all this change. It's just progress. And sometimes progress is little tiny, tiny baby steps, but those little tiny baby steps eventually start looking like big change. But we don't, it's not about looking at the big change right now. It's just about setting our heart and mind on Jesus and starting to do the little things, starting to follow the little nudges, knowing that there is so much grace for us when we fail because we absolutely will fail. And so I hope this podcast really helps you feel more focused on what God is wanting you to focus on. Remember that he has better goals and better ideas and just better things for our life than we ever could. Even when we think like, ah, oh, this is what I want to accomplish. That could be coming from God, but we just want to make sure it's aligning with God. So I hope this was helpful and I am excited to say that next week on the podcast we will actually have our very first interview and we are going to be talking about letting go of the past and I think it's going to be really important again for when we're talking about starting this new chapter. One thing that we that stops us from really entering into a new season of life is carrying so much of our baggage and just the stuff from the past. And so we're going to dive into that. And I think it's going to be amazing. Um, The person coming that we're interviewing is awesome. Her name is Melissa. And so I think it's going to be really life-giving and I just can't wait for you guys to listen to it. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. And I hope that you will write that scripture down somewhere and remember it and just start to get that super ingrained into your mind. You are made new. The old is gone. That includes your old mindset, your old way of talking to each, o- your, to each other and to yourselves, just the old things. Just start voicing it. Start um, giving life and speaking life into these new things that are happening for you. And friends, I'm so honored that you take the time to listen. It really means more to me than you will ever know, and I hope to have you back next week. Please feel free to share this podcast with anyone you know who might enjoy it. Love you all. Have a great day. Happy New Year.